Hi, welcome back to the As You Are podcast, Summer Devotionals. All summer long on Tuesdays and Thursdays, we're going to be sharing five to 10 minute devotionals from all different people. So be sure to check back in after today. Hey y'all, my name is Katherine Ann Batson and I'm a rising junior at Clemson University. Um, and I've had the privilege of getting to watch As You Are grow or well start in the spring and, and hopefully grow, come back to school. And um, the Lord is already doing so much. Um, and it's just so exciting to get to see. So I have a little devotional today on Hebrews 12. I'm going to be talking about the Lord's discipline and how my perception of it has um, shifted in the last year or last couple of months. Um, and so I'm going to pray and then read through some verses and just break some of it down. So, um, Father, I thank you so much for As You Are, for all that this ministry is doing, for this podcast, and each of the girls who have gotten to come speak on it. Um, I pray that as I'm speaking, you would give me intentionality with my words so that I might depict your character rightly. Um, And also, I pray that as we go through Hebrews 12, you would give us understanding um, so that we may know you better. Uh, I love you, and thank you for who you are. In your name we pray. Amen. Okay. All right, this is Hebrews 12, um, and it's all about discipline. Now, I don't know about y'all, but for most of my life when I've had to be disciplined, whether by a parent or in my relationship with the Lord, I don't really like it. (laughs) Um, I hate feeling like I did something wrong, and I, I don't know. I just feel shame, and I feel like discipline and your relationship with the Lord could maybe look like him bringing a certain sin to your attention, um, something you've been struggling with maybe, or, um, maybe shutting a door on something you've idolized, whether that be a job or relationship, whatever it may be. Um, and a lot of times when we have these things happen, we feel shame as a result and we want to hide. We, we're face to face with all of our mistakes and failures and we feel unworthy of relationship with God. But, We have to remember that shame is not from the Lord. Um, God made us worthy by sending Jesus down the cross for us. And he said, look, I knew you were going to make these mistakes. And now I just want to lovingly correct you towards holiness. Um, And so Hebrews 12 breaks down this discipline. We're going to start in verse 4. And it says, in your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. And have you completely forgotten this word of encouragement that addresses you as a father addresses his son? It says, My son, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts as his son. Um, Now, when I first read this, I thought (laughs) this was a direct quote from the Lord. Um, But it's it's from Proverbs. And so it's from the perspective of a father talking to their son. But I think it's fair to apply this as if God is is saying this to us directly. Um, My son or my daughter, do not make light of the Lord's discipline and do not lose heart when he rebukes you because the Lord disciplines the one he loves and he chastens everyone he accepts his son. The Lord claims you as his own, my daughter. And with that identity, he chooses you and he, he chooses to take the time to discipline you because he loves you. Um, 
receiving discipline is is just an extension of of that love and it would be easier honestly for him to just leave us to our sin but he doesn't want to do that and so even if we make the same mistakes a million times he he still is going to lovingly correct us again and again verse 7 continues to say endure hardship as discipline God is treating you as his children. For what children are not disciplined by their father? If you are not disciplined and everyone undergoes discipline, then you are not legitimate, not true sons and daughters at all. Moreover, we have all had human fathers who disciplined us and we respected them for it. How much more should we submit to the father of spirits and live? They disciplined us for a little while as they thought best, but God disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in his holiness. As I was thinking about this passage and what's touch on I um have had my brother and his wife and my nephew staying at my house and my nephew is like he's three years old he's wild um cutest kid ever but he's just in that toddler phase and he was on the he was on the table one night and my brother said get down son you're gonna fall and this this makes so much sense obviously my brother's an adult he loves his son he knows better than his son and he wants to protect him. And when we see discipline illustrated like this, it's not hard to reconcile with. But when we undergo discipline in our own life, it's hard to face. But when you think about it as God being our father, and better yet, God being the almighty creator of the universe to not only know everything about us, but also know how the whole course of our life is going to go, he can see what sin of ours needs to be eradicated what thing that we keep running back to to find fulfillment is only going to keep hurting us or 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 what door we need shut he knows those things and so he's not just going to leave us to keep making these mistakes he wants to to mold and shape us as his son or daughter and I think it's cool that at the end of the verse 10 it says but God disciplines us for our good in order that we may share in his holiness he wants to share in his holiness and perfection. And he takes the time to do that, although we're pretty messed up. And so verse 11 says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. So obviously this verse acknowledges that discipline can be really hard. Um, growing is, is often a hard process, um, but I like this illustration of a harvest um, when you think about plants or crops, they have a long growing season oftentimes, and there can be drought, terrible weather, animals that come in and, and mess with the fields. And it's not an easy growing process, but at the end, you get to experience the harvest, the fruit that comes, the life. And it, it's the same with discipline. It's like it is not fun to learn from your mistakes, to try and change old ways but at the end you reap this harvest of righteousness and peace for all who have been trained by it verse 12 continues to say therefore strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled but rather healed i didn't read the first three verses of this chapter but it says let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us um, which is you maybe you've heard that verse before, but it, it kind of gives this this analogy of running a race and verses 12 and 13 touch back on this when they say to make level paths for your feet, strengthening yourself. And so while God is all powerful and all knowing, 
he still wants to partner with you. Um, and he wants a two-sided relationship. And so he's saying, my daughter, I, I want you to set yourself up for success here. I, I've, I'm disciplining you and I'm teaching these things. And now it's, it's up to you to choose holiness, to choose to make these paths level and set yourself, um, set yourself up for success, like I said. But I, I also think it's interesting that this is the first time in the chapter it's talked about strengthening, but it's after the author has spoken on discipline for eight verses or however many. Um, and I don't think you can have those two things independently. I think in order to strengthen yourself, you have to have discipline. And greater strength always comes as a result of discipline. So that's all I got for you today. This has helped me a lot in kind of shifting my perception away from this angry God who who wants to just point out my failures. And, and now it's my my duty to to fix them and make up for them all the ways I fall short. And it's just not it. Like the Lord, every time I've fallen, every time I'm making a mistake or chose something over him, he has lovingly corrected me. He's disciplined me and, and it's a blessing. It's a blessing to not be left to our own devices and to be left to our sins. So, um, take this as encouragement today and I hope y'all just have a great rest of your week. Thanks for having me.